1: Good evening, TC, and welcome all to part 35 of our weekly podcast, The Current View, with the idol of Hillsborough, Mr Terry Curran. That was quick answering the phone tonight, my son.
2: I've got the phone in my hand, that's why.
1: <laughs> what, what kind of week have you
2: had? Shocking. Really? Is it that bad? Yeah, that bad? we got hammered
1: 5-0. Yeah, true, to be fair. And we've yeah. got the
2: coronavirus, so I don't know which is worse. I was giving beat 5-0. All this coronavirus, so it's all driving around the twist. Yeah, and then we got. No, in general, all right, you know, bad yeah. results, you know, but other than that, uh, a good
1: week. And, then and we... you? Yeah, well, we've got that asteroid as well that's going to hit the planet and kill us all in April, so, you know, I just can't, I can't see us getting the football season <laughs> sorted. <of. laughs> Bit of a bugger for Liverpool, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, first sure.
2: uh... A long time since the one league, and it's all going to uh, erupt for him.
1: Yeah, it's uh, incredible. Any, it? you know, if, if we if
2: we listen to everybody, Gabby, we won't
1: do anything with our lives, would we? No, we we wouldn't. We're going to start off as always. What magic moments have you sourced for us this week? And then we're going to go into our topic of the week. Um, well, it's every, what everybody's talking about, really. To be fair, so first, let's let's start with the uh, magic moments. What we got? Well. Again, I'm not
2: a Leeds fan, but the goal and the build-up to the goal, what they uh, scored against... Um, who were the team to play the weekend? I forgot now. They were playing um, Uddersfield. Ailing. U- Udders- yeah. Uddersfield. Ailing. The goal itself was absolutely sublime. And I mean sublime. But we say, we say it every week about uh, goals, what were scored. Uh, and and little magic moments in games. The two goals, what they scored last night, they, they uh, pull them back into the game to make it to 2-1. Madrid, Atletico Madrid. Yeah. And uh, the second one, the equaliser. Well, I mean, they just sat back, but the two goals, the finish of the goals were unbelievable. Great finishes. I mean, people are playing keepers on on some of them. But the, the, the one this enderson tried to block it and uh, I'm not quite sure whether it was um, the full-back, Robinson. But smacking the corner, So, and I put those two goals along with... But the Leeds one was was absolutely... I mean, it scored a similar type of goal against Solo the previous week, but yeah. the movement in the in the ball, in the finish, uh, uh, the movement with the ball and uh, the finish for the goal. Bielsa's got them playing so... So much great football to watch, you know, and it is. Uh, and we all have different opinions on what we, you know, how the game should be played. But uh, for me, they were my uh,
1: three magic moments. Oh, I wholly agree with you. And if we're going to talk about um, last night, I did um, interact with you uh, while the yeah. game was in play. They they have to be one of the most frustrating teams to watch because They technically have got some great players. They play some great football. A little bit too close at times, but they Mm. work the ball in tight areas. And they've got everything within their team but they don't want to come out and play. And it, it must be so frustrating. And I think the proof of the pudding is in the eating. And when Costa got got took off, he kicked lumps out of whatever it was that he was kicking lumps out of just before he went and sat down in the dugout. And the Liverpool fans were just laughing at him. I'm surprised he never nutted one of them two because he's a bit <laughs> like that, isn't he, Costa?
2: He, he, uh, he, he is. A, he is a bit uh, crazy. Yeah. But I mean, look, football's about opinions and, you know, uh, and I get that. But when I hear people like Danny Mills saying, you know, what a, ma- a-, a master uh, tactician. It was awful. Uh, um, Simone. It's like Mourinho when he kept winning things. He was so, by in this first season, the first two seasons when they got Duff and Robin, they were fabulous to watch. Look, I, I, there's nobody... Nobody wants to uh, defend right like me. I don't give a damn. It's very important, but it's important that you get the right defenders. What can defend? I mean, if you look at majority of goals, what scored? Majority of them are mistakes, but the great finishers. But when you looked at them last night, I watched the game, and I wrote a couple of things on on my face on my Facebook wall. And when I'm watching it, this is how I looked at it because I thought, well. The key being, like you said, they try to keep it tight and small little passes, yeah, and trying to frustrate uh, Liverpool. But obviously, with Liverpool um, counter-pressing like they do, it made it a bit more difficult for them to play that type of, of football, yeah. And so, and I looked at it. Are they trying to? Are they trying to uh, waste time by playing that way? But then I looked at it again deep, and I thought, well, even though they are trying to play little short passes, and I don't you know, I don't want to see really short passes. I want to see passes played between lines and you know, pull two or three players out of position. Mm. Um, but what they were doing, were are playing it tight. And I, th- I think what they were playing for were for fouls. Yeah. You know, but Liverpool got there tight and didn't, and didn't foul. But they got everybody behind the ball. And, and I said, are these trying to uh, wait well death or take it into extra time yeah. and, or, and and trying to get into extra time or penalties mm. to win the game? But when Liverpool got the second goal, all of a sudden, they just switched on. They thought, right, we bet we're going to play this game. They had to, because yeah. The last fifth, I mean, and Danny Mills turned around and Elton said, uh, they looked a lot fitter. It's not to do with it. They were sat back. Yeah, They sat back and they realised they've got to go into game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, Liverpool, look, I'm not a Liverpool fan my I mean, they've always been uh, a team I look to, uh, I look up to from when I was playing football. You know, they were a fantastic team to watch played the football. Uh, it, how I like football to be played. And I looked at the uh, scenario last night. Uh, they really, they really battered them because the chances they had, and they could have gone two or three up. I still don't think they might not have won the game because yeah. they realised. If they if they get another goal, they've got to come out, and that's what happened.
0: Yeah.
2: Once Liverpool uh, got the goal, right, they realised they're going to have to come out here, mm. and when they came out, the two goals were scored at all. I didn't really see the third one because uh, I dipped it toilet when they when they got the third one. But the two the two finishers uh, okay. to make it two yeah. you know to make it two two on on America were mm. absolutely great finishers. Yeah. So. They've got everything about them, like you said. You know, the technique, technique, technique mm. of the of the play. The, the, the ability of the play. Um, they've got football brains. So everybody behind the ball understands the game like them, them, play, them type of players do. Yeah. It's going to be hard for them. This is what people make me laugh with Manchester City. And wherever they play, week in and week out, Everybody gets behind the ball. Yeah. Man United when, when Bavinio was manager going to Liverpool, when when did you ever see a Manchester United park a bus? Mm. You don't. Yeah. So so when <clears> I get people like Danny Mills going on, and I'm not having to go with Danny Mills, what I'm trying to say to him, if I was on television with him, I'd say to him, well, you know, if it's a master class, tell me what's master about it. What's master about getting everybody behind the ball? Mm they been nothing, is there? Oh. That's not a great technician. It's just it's just being defensive-minded football. When I hear people turn around and say, uh, we don't have the players to play uh, like anyone else, you know, we've got to uh, play with the players what's our our disposal. No, they haven't. It's The biggest lie, the biggest con I've had in my life, mm. I've been interested in them. It. It's the manager's philosophy. Yeah. It has nothing to do with players. It's mm. the manager's philosophy. And that manager, when he when he, he wants is there for a length of time, he'll have got his own players in what he wants. So it has nothing to do with the players at their disposal. It's their philosophy. And they've got to stop this and stop lying about it
1: yeah 100 percent I mean I, if I had a football club, I wouldn't have Diego Simeone as my manager. I think he's far too defensive. And when you look at that, Liverpool had 34 attempts at um, Atletico Madrid's goal that, that That wasn't great defending. That was at times poor crossing, poor finishing. And a lot of luck as well. And on on, report, an, yeah, on, a, on another day, Liverpool would have absolutely they would have absolutely smashed them. They had enough chances to win five or six games last night. And if well, you go into a game like that, prepare to get smashed. Well, the
2: the 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 um hit the crossbar went under. Yeah. Again. The only thing yeah. I, 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 I may disagree with, I'm not saying that I'm right, and I'm not saying I'm not, because yeah. it's an hypothetical question. That had been put them two nil up. Yeah. They would have to come out, and when we saw them come out, they looked, they looked a great team. Oh, they got some good players. You've, right? you, you, you've covered every point of uh, the game last night brilliantly because you're right. You know there could have been two or three up. It weren't. It weren't good defending. No. It, they had chances it would be, if, if, if if anything it was bad finishing and you don't expect Liverpool uh, to uh, miss the chances yeah. like they did because they did create a lot a lot of chances so when you you know I'd love to be on television with some of these and say, say to them you know what's good about that it's bad finishing yeah with hundred percent 100 you covered that you've covered that really well and you're right everything you've just said there is bang on and I mean bang on
1: my three magic moments. One of yours, uh, Luke Alien's goal. I thought it was an absolute stunner. Not just the strike, but the build-up play. Because you rightly say, Leeds United play some fantastic football. And, and let's look at Leeds United when they went and played the Arsenal, they didn't go, oh, Arsenal are better for us man for man. We'd better change our game and defend. (laughs) Leeds went out and they attacked them because that's Bielsa's mindset. It's his philosophy of football. You ain't going to get a manager that's got decent, decent players no. That plays in a forward momentum movement with the whole of the team from back to front, from front to back. That's the way Leeds play. They play against a better team and go, do you know what? We're going to start playing like that. We're going to play a more defensive way. It's absolute garbage. You, again, again, you you, you you're spot on how you covered it because Bielsa is one of those managers What looks at it and
2: says, well, I'm not bothered about Arsenal. I'm not bothered about Manchester City. I'm going to play our game. Yeah. Yeah. and It's brilliant for players because in general, players really want to play football, okay. and if you look at defenders, what become managers, they they play more attacking football than what uh, the midfield players do, because it's the midfield players what seem to want to what become managers seem to want to be more defensive minded. And you're right, it, it, he's not going to sit back, you know. And say, right, uh, we're playing Arsenal, so we've no chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, Uddersfield—they're not a massive club, and it's a great little club. Is Huddersfield, so I'm not knocking it, but. Uh, the guy who was the manager, the German guy. I forget his name now. Uh, yeah. He gets into Premier League, yeah. brilliant, absolutely fantastic. But what happens? He defends. Whoever he, whoever he play, whoever, whichever team he played against, yeah. he defended. What happened to them? They went nearly three years. We, I think, winning about ten games or two mm. years, winning ten games. They lose all confidence. Yeah. I mean, they come down. To, I mean. A lot of teams that come out of Premier League find it difficult, but that doesn't do them any good when you're losing week in and week out. And the the settled uh, in the Championship, they've had a, a little bit of a, a, a late uh, surge, which is good. So I don't want. You know, I'm glad that they've got out of that relegation mm-hmm. uh, battle, and they will look a lot better under the under the Cowley uh, boys. But again, when you start to go and defend, and that's what Aldersfield did at uh, Leeds. You're going to get caught, yeah. you know. If they take the chances, these teams, you know, your Liverpool's like Liverpool's last night. Uh, your Leeds, I mean, Leeds have done it all season. <clears throat> your Manchester Cities have had a bad season through finishing, nothing else mm. through finishing, bad finishing. And it, it's, it, you find it incredible with Liverpool and Manchester City because ninety nine point nine percent, the 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 chances they create, they nearly took them away, don't they? So, Only yeah, yeah. Yeah. again, you've covered it great that. And I mean great.
1: My second uh, magic moment was um, Matt Gooden's turn and strike for Coventry away at Ipswich. <laughs> I thought that turn was oh. just it was fantastic, wasn't it? How old is that boy? I'm not sure. I don't know. But he he's he's had a great season for Coventry as have many other Coventry City players. And as has Mark Robbins. I mean, he's done a fantastic job. And we've mentioned Mark Robbins a number of times on our podcast. Because, again, he's a manager. He's a manager that could say, do you know what, I've got a few players. Um, I've had to sell me better players. I've brought in players that are not as good as as what I've got because them players went for decent money. And I've got problems here, and I ain't got a ground. I ain't got nothing. I ain't even got a bag of crisps. on of pointing in in the fridge. He's he's got. If anybody has got. Anything to moan at, it's Mark Robbins. But what does he do? He's positive. He goes into games positive. He puts players on the pitch. He gives them that piece of grass to say, do you know what? Go out and express yourself. Coventry do. And where are they? Top of the league. You know, Gabby, I listen to
2: you and and how you come across uh, on these podcasts and, and everything. It's brilliant to have this breath of fresh air of people like you will analyse the game and, and demonstrate it brilliantly. You know, he's at Coventry. Yeah. He's, not, he's not even thought about be, being defensive-minded. No. He's gone yeah. out there to attack. And you're right, no football ground, right? They have to play at uh, Birmingham City's ground, which which can't be great in one sense, but it's better to play on that type of pitch than playing at somewhere like at Northampton. Yeah. You know, uh, on a on a smaller pitch, every uh, but when you hear other people turning around and saying that like uh, Simeone is a masterclass in defending, it's a load of rubbish. Yeah, that's a masterclass what they're doing at, at, at Coventry. That's a masterclass what they're doing at Swindon. That's a masterclass what they're doing at Plymouth Crew. All these clubs now are trying to play football. I'm going to tell you all now, all that want to listen to this. Holloway will have Grimsby bang up there next year and I'm going to back Grimsby and accumulate with the other team because it's that type of football what will get you out of these leagues and it's that type of football what will win your championships and um, and uh, European Cup, when I say European Cups, uh, Champions Leagues. And if I'm wrong, the Barcelona's of this world did it, Liverpool's have all done it, Real Madrid's have all done it, Manchester United have all done it, Ajax have all done it where's the ones what's gone out to defend? There's one, Chelsea.
0: Mm.
2: And Mourinho didn't do it at Chelsea. He got away with it at uh, Inter Milan. Right? And at Real Madrid, I think he won the, the Champions League with them. But when you've got those type of players, and even some of those players would argue about his, his philosophy of playing. So you're 100% right and it's fantastic that these young managers or these English managers
1: I've been brave enough to play football that way. Absolutely spot on. And the last thing what I would say to Danny Mills is, if that was a, a masterclass of defending, please explain to me how they had 34 shots at my goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: because,
1: Brilliant. Brilliant. You know, that's that that sums it up uh, for me. Topic of the week: Coronavirus. Games played behind closed doors. Or games that are cancelled and where I'm going with this is it's all right playing the games behind closed doors okay but if there is coronavirus and and it does seem to be spreading throughout the continent of Europe in particular and most of the European leagues now have closed down for at least a, a couple of weeks and and some longer and European competition has been halted as well now if it's if the virus is in these areas and these stadiums and where the, the hotels and, and different places where our players are going, who's thinking about the health of our football players that are still playing the game? Well, I'm not a politician. Yeah.
2: And I'm not a doctor. Same here. Well let's let's get straight about this corona. I mean, I'm a little village here. I don't see anybody going down with you know and regardless of what you say, it's a flow. Yeah. It's a flow. <laughs> And and what's happened in 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 Italy, it's it's uh, part the biggest part of it is in an area where there's a lot of old people. Mm -hmm. Flu kills old people, right? And it's maybe a little bit more than a flu, so it's the vulnerable and the old people, what get the worst of it. Now let's go back to football, playing behind closed doors, not shaking hands. What watch those games afterwards? There's players on that football pitch spitting on the floor. Yeah. Every, I've done it. Everybody does it because you can't help it. Yeah, You'll get it. You got it you know, I don't mean to be rude and, and, and anything like that. Then you'll spit it out. Yeah. Right? Players fall about, roll, roll about on the floor after being fouled or not fouled, but they'll be rolling about. So they're rolling about in all that. Yeah. Right? After the game, they're sweating. Yeah? They're hooking and, 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 and shaking hands and everything after a game. Right? So, why are they closing uh, the grounds? When they close these grounds, if you looked at uh, Paris Saint-Germain and he looked at Valencia the other night, there's thousands of people outside the ground. Thousands of people outside the ground. Can somebody... I'd ask ask, uh, Boris Johnson, or whoever they are in these countries, what are you going to do? are you going to take all the money off us? Because there's got to be more germs on money than any other thing there is. Yeah. Because everybody's has touched, uh, uh, coins, notes, and everything. Yeah. So, and they say, "Oh, don't talk stupid. You are talking stupid." Well, i on a bit. It's it's a flu. It's a flu. And if if it's a really pandemic, why don't all these scientists get together and uh, and doctors get together to say, all "Right, we'll sort this out." There's more to it than meets the eye. with all this, Gabby. There is more to it than meets the eye. You yeah. know, You know, it, it, some of it's fake news. And, it, and I'm not saying people won't die for it because people have died from it. But it's the vulnerable and the people who have uh, bad illnesses. And it probably affects them more because if they, if they catch uh, the virus or the flu, that's, you know, it, it can take their lives. So they're not giving us the proper news of it. And when people say these people have died, what age are they? They never, they never say that. You know, I wouldn't trust the government as far as I could throw them.
1: No, I must admit, I'm, I'm not a great lover of any government. But um, behind closed doors, I mean, we're watching the game tonight, Manchester United away in Europe the, the atmosphere, There's no atmosphere. I think if, you, if you're if you going to play a game behind closed doors, just don't play the game. Or play at the training ground. You've got no need to turn up at a football ground to play a game behind closed doors. But then again, it comes down to the money. And I think that with the big games like the Premier League, because they're umming and ahhing, whether to cancel uh, Premier League fixtures... My my belief is they'll try and play as many games behind closed doors as they can because they're still getting revenue from the TV companies. Well, you know,
2: about ten years ago, yeah. I don't know if you remember this. Dave Whelan, chairman of uh, Wigan Athletic, yeah, he was interviewed on Sky, right, and he said we could in the Premier League, yeah, play behind closed doors. Do we out fans, yeah, right. Because of the amount of money they get and the amount of money more they could generate uh, by selling it all all way around the world even more so Right, and then you think to yourself is and, and what he said, then what we could do is put uh, Fans in or you know Young young kids with a pair with parents, going to come with the parents, but, so there's no trouble at games we could do that and it would make our football even better well and i used to think to myself what's he talking about
0: mm.
2: but it wouldn't surprise me you know because why are they closing why why are they playing behind closed doors there is nothing there is no good reason for it unless they come out with something what can convince us this is the reason why we should do it because the fans congregate outside the stadium if the game's on, even yeah. if they can't get in. Mm. Right? Yeah. If it's a full house, you go to every ground, it's a full house, right? You'll see thousands of people outside, especially major tournaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if Liverpool got to a final in somewhere, they sell out and there'd be thousands of people out there. You know, so, yes, it's a virus and yes, we need to be concerned and yes, we need to uh, be careful uh, on, on things. But it's it's
1: it's not fake, but it's just not right. There's something telling me there's something not right with it all. And also, as well, is it going to filter down to the championship? And leave well, One and leave Two, they
2: can't, afford, they can't afford
1: it. That's the thing, they, isn't it?
2: They can't. Aff- no. They cannot afford this. No. They can't.
1: Now, <laughs> is it
2: to get rid of some clubs? You, mm. you never know. You know, they always keep saying we've got too many clubs in this country. You know, because what happens, I mean, they've lost a lot of money but it used to be filtered down, didn't it? Yeah. Majority of that has stopped now. Yeah. So, let me tell you, the the Championship 1 and Championship 2 cannot afford to not be playing week in and week out. And you're going to say to me, well, why is that uh, in the summer? Why is that... uh, not affecting them. There's a difference of having a four week or an eight week break, mm. comp- uh, to to closing down for whenever they want to um, close down. Because in the in in, in a, a plane season, you know there's people working there.
0: Yeah.
2: In an off season, people are laid off. Mm. You know, some of them are part time jobs. Right, but when the season starts, there's some of them full time jobs. Yeah. So. I don't know. I just don't trust the politicians and what they're telling us on on anything, Gabby. I really don't.
1: And also, as well, they're having a meeting, I believe, Tuesday to see if we're going to play the Euros, and and if if Europe is closing down their their leagues for uh, even if it's say, for instance, the the second week in April, how they're going to get all these fixtures in and then play the Euros on top of that as well. I I just think that that it's an absolute mess I don't think we've got um, all the information that, that, that we need I think you're absolutely right there and I think they're just making it up as they go along but what the answer you know, is I don't know I'm not a scientist I'm a medic
2: I, I am not saying that we have not got to be careful yeah. I'm not saying that you know what I'm saying is there is something not right hmm. because people are not dropping off and dying in hundreds and hundreds and, and young people you know, the the vulnerable and the old people. Yeah. I don't see anybody die. Yeah. But it, that's what life is. You know, uh, if you if you're a hill, really a hill, and you get this flu or this coronavirus, because that's all it is. It's a flu. And people are saying, you know, uh, I don't. It's not as I'm not feeling well. You know. Uh, it's just baffling all of it. You know, and it, you get that much
1: fake news. It's it, it's unreal. And as a player what would you prefer to do play games for the next three or four weeks to empty stadiums or not play at all you want will, you you, will, you might as well not play exactly
2: you might as well yeah. not play yeah but you've got to play this get you've got to mm. play you've got to go about your daily business as normal until the the really uh, right people what know enough about uh, the virus Yeah. And when I say you know, if I'm on about the scientists and the doctors, yep right? Until they turn around and said, you know, or I could see something now what's radically uh wrong. Yeah. Then we have to do it. Up until then we should just go about our business as normal.
1: So it's pretty much status quo, suck it and see it, and that we just cross the uh cross the hurdles when we uh when they're presented in front of us.
2: Exactly. Exactly but nobody wants to play.
1: Yeah. Uh, behind closed doors Exactly, I just think it's awful I'm, As I say, I'm watching this game now There's just no atmosphere, there's no nothing I don't see the point If you're going to play behind closed doors Then don't play the game at all And um, Let's see where it takes us Behind the lens, TC A lovely picture I put up on uh, our group uh, The current View and our uh, Facebook page Of one Terry Curran in a Sheffield Wednesday kit Looks as though it was quite recent What's the story behind that?
2: You know, Gabby, I have not seen that because <laughs> I've been I've been I have been out today. I, I, yeah. I Didn't get back until uh, four o'clock. Yeah. And then I, I went. I've just been over to my brother because he wanted some fish and chips taken through to him. And I said to Tom, uh, "We're going to have to get back because Gabby's phoning me tonight." So which in Sheffield Wednesday kit, reason? Yeah, it was Sheffield. Oh, yeah, i thought... be, Yeah, I tell you what, it, it could be when. Um, uh, what is it? I think the reds and the blues play a, a charity game.
1: Okay.
2: At, at um, end of the season, it's in the summer. It might, it might have been that I have put a shirt on because I've be i I've, I've managed a couple of times there, and I put a, I can't play football, but I put a kit on just to uh, show people I've turned up, and th- they might be thinking I'm playing, but uh, I can't do it because obviously my legs are, yeah. are that bad. But it, it, it might be that. But I'll have a look at it and I'll, uh, and I'll answer it on the, uh, on our. Um, Web page.
1: Five of the best TC forwards, strikers, goal scorers. Call them what you like of the eighties. What's right. your five?
2: Now I was thinking about this when you <coughs> when you sent me the message. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Frank Worthington played in the eighties, but he was known for the you know for the late sixties and
1: seventies. So
2: right. am I allowed to have them in that?
1: You can have Frank in the eighties because he did play in the eighties as well. Yep. So if you want right. to put Frank in the eighties, be right. my so, guest. Well, I
2: want to, so, uh, because I always the they have gone down the route with Ian Rush and uh,
1: yeah.
2: Gavin Lineker, that type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But I want players what's played, uh, the players in the 70s, played in the 80s, but I want players in my team what what's technically gifted. Yeah. You know, and, and they had, they, they've got goals in bad teams. Yeah. Uh, Charlie George is in that. Yeah. That's two. Alan Clark's in that.
1: In the 80s.
2: Yes, he did play not much but he played with Barnsley in that in the 80s okay so but we'll take him out then and i'll i'm gonna t- i'm gonna have uh kenny
1: yeah
2: right so that's three yeah uh i'm going to have Lineker, that's yep. four and i'm going to have rush that's me five and then um, i've left out people like malcolm and there's plenty of players you leave out and i don't like leaving him out but you have to. If you're going to be a manager, you've got to make tough, tough decisions. So those, those are my five
1: players that um, I'd looked at that um, that aren't in my five: um, Andy Gray, Steve Bull, Alan Smith, uh, Sharpie that used to play with you, uh, Clive yeah. Allen, uh, Mark Hughes, Kerry Dixon, Paul Mariner, Gary Shaw, Peter With, um, Frank Stapleton, David Johnson, yeah. Trevor Francis, Kevin Keegan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm putting big Cyril. In uh, big in, Cyril, number, yeah, great player. Big Cyril in mine at number five because I, I think when you when you're looking at a at a forward and a you know a central striker, see, he's, he's got a, everything. It, yeah, but
2: there again, there again, he never got picked for England, did he?
1: No, he no. got
2: picked, but not. Mm. You know, yeah. it, and this is what I've always said to people: the game's about opinion. Of course, it is. It's not that he's a bad player or he's a good player. He's a better player yeah. than him. It's the manager. If That manager likes you, and you're right, he had everything. He got power, he scored goals, you know, and he played in teams that were good teams, but they weren't you know, they weren't the Liverpools and the Manchester Cities like Manchester City are now and the Manchester United today. He? he played in good quality teams, but what a great player he was!
1: Oh, yeah, yeah great player. And played in that wonderful team of Ron West, yeah, West Broms. alongside uh, Brendan Batson and Laurie Cunningham, and what, yeah. a, what a player Laurie Cunningham was as well. Unbelievable. My my fourth place player was Peter Beardsley. Yeah, I used to I, love. I mean, I've left, I've left, I've left yeah. him out. I forgot all about Beards. I mean, how could you leave him out? What, a, yeah, player. what remember, a player. I remember I remember Ruddy telling me when he uh, he played against him in, um, in in America at Vancouver Whitecaps, yeah. and uh, he said he destroyed us. He said, I've come off the pitch, and I said, who's that fella there? And it was like Peter Beardsley. I think he'd just signed at Manchester United at the time, but yeah. he said you could tell he was going to be a player. And I think but that it, when he when he come on for England, do you remember? In the yes. 86 World Cup finals, because we had eight, um, Butch Wilkins And Brian Robson and, and and I think I, like, it just Bombed him out I don't think he was injured It just no. didn't work as a partner with Gary Lineker. Robbo had, had done his shoulder, and, shoulder and, and, yeah. and he was out. And then Ray Wilkins against Morocco threw the ball at the referee yeah, and got, and sent, got off. sent off exactly. So we made changes. One of the changes was Peter Birdsley. And from that day on, that was probably about the first time I looked at him like that and thought, what a play. And then when he played at Liverpool as well. And, and he, he used to do that thing with the ball, didn't he? Where he kind of like, his legs, it... it, it it, it just. So Is that twist it? Again and then and it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it would go again. I, I thought it was a great player, Peter Beasley It was like
2: it was going to stop. Then, yeah. then went I tell you a story, I tell you a story about Peter Beasley. Yeah. Right. Man. And I told you I could have Newcastle wanted uh, what to yeah. sign me. He was going to play Beasley, Keegan, Waddle, and mean Right. What about this one? I mean, me and Jack used to, when they argue, uh, we talk And Then we, because we, we got a uh, voice would raise. Uh, because then we were having a go at each other, but, but without falling out type of thing. Do you, yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I said, no, that's wrong. And you said, no, you mm-hmm. were wrong. And so, uh, but we didn't fall out, because after we stopped the, uh, stopped the arguing, we sat there, I'm going have to talk about something else. Yeah. So he says to me one day, Jack, he said, uh, Peter Beers, have you seen out of him? I said, yeah. Because you were playing for Carl Hale then. Yeah. I said, there's a player. And I mean a player. So he said, uh, what do you think? I said, sign him. He went, yeah, he's too small. All right? <laughs> he went to Vancouver Whitecaps, yeah. and look how we, well, he turned out. Yeah. That is true, that, Gabby. Yeah. That's, that's on my deathbed, that. That is true. He said to me, what do you think? I said, he's
1: a player I'd sign him, Jack. And but he it, went, yeah. now he's too small. Again, too small. How humble, often humble. do we hear that? A player, Now nah, he's too small. Ain't big enough. What I, a listen, player. They have to let
2: these players, the technical players, develop. Yeah, they don't do it anymore. You know, it is it has changed with these foreign coaches coming in, and like I said, Robin Mark Robbins and uh, Lowe at um, at uh, Plymouth,
0: yeah.
2: Wellings at Swindon, and the guy at uh, Crewe. I've just forget his name now, but you've got to let players. And they, these are these are letting players develop now. So, we you oh, so? That we will start to get the technique. Well, we are because the England set, the England midfield players now, and the forward lines. We've got technically
1: gifted players in that team now. Number three, Gary Lineker. Pacey got what a strong Not not a great footballer as a footballer, not as good a footballer as Peter Beardsley. But what no a finisher! Near. What a finisher in that six-yard box, Gary. Lineker. I played.
2: I played. Uh, Against Gabby Lineker a few times, and his touch weren't that particularly good. No. do you know what his
1: strengths were? His pace, he's getting into positions and just timing. scoring goals. Yeah, his strongest asset
2: was timing. Yeah, he knew where to be. If you look, you didn't, you never saw him score goals. Uh, I didn't score that many goals from outside the box. And yeah. and did. Yeah. did you? you no, no, no. All inside the box. All, right. all inside. His timing was absolute. Just when you look at him as a as a manager looking to sign players, I'd look at him. His touch is not that great, but boom is it's in there. Bump it's in there. Bump it's in there. You think, well, hang on a bit. What's what what, what is it? This, it's t- is his timing. Is but people say he's in the right place at the right time. His timing, is timing himself. He's, he's got the football brain to time himself to get there, knowing where the ball is going to be. And that's what it is with him. It was, it, it, you know, and it was, would, would he have Rush or uh, Lineker? I, 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 I would have found that very difficult because Rush was the same type of thing. Yeah. His timing was the same. I mean, the, But, I mean, they were playing in teams where they were going to create a lot of chances. Because he was, I mean, Tottenham would get beat with Tottenham uh, a lot more than what Liverpool would uh, did. But, both teams created a lot of chances for the, yeah. for 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 and for Rush. Yes, they missed chances, but they did not miss many. You know, they scored more more than not.
1: My and they always scored at the right time. Oh, didn't they just? My second was uh, Kenny a oh, Look, Kenny's Kenny's one of the greatest players that we've seen in the British game. And I I remember Joe Gallagher saying when he used to play against Kenny, he said he just put that big fat ass into you and <laughs> you get too close He's and he turn you it. exactly yeah he was um, what, what, a what a Great player what a player Kenny
2: but you see when, when you let, let, let's have a look at Kenny Dalglish when yeah. you talk, now, you, now you brought him up right did he want balls playing in channels
1: can I he? now he he looks he no, like he, 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 no no <laughs> no to big thing? No way he was <laughs> no, no way was
2: he gonna chase into channels.
1: Nah, balls to no feet, way. spin, get Russia like spin. <laughs>
2: There's no way he's gonna win majority at 50-50 balls. No way. Mm. But what did Liverpool do? They played to his strengths. Yeah. You know, he'd come short for it. Yeah. He, he would go beyond he would go behind. Yeah. But the only time they played the ball in behind for him mm. when they knew he, he had the advantage. And that's the sign of being in a, a great team, yeah. so you're right. He used to get his his big backside into him and turn, but his skill yeah. with the ball. Bo- the ball when the, when the ball was passed to him, it stuck, Gabby. Yeah, you see some other players even today's they pass the a ball up to him, and the you know the, the second touch is a tattle.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred you know, percent.
2: it just bounces off of him.
1: Yeah, and in first place, my my favourite striker of the 80s and who I, I thought was the best striker in the 80s who I like to watch um, and that was Ian Rush I thought Rush was yeah, just player. just different class and when Rushy had got a one-on-one. I used to love the way, he'd always go round the goalkeeper as well, wouldn't he, Rushy? He'd
0: yep. scored
1: all kinds of goals. He was goals. left foot, right foot, head round the goalie, shots from right outside the box, shots inside. I just thought Ian Rush was the, the most complete goal scorer forward of uh, of his generation. If, if, I, if I'm not wrong, I mean, we
2: played him at uh, Hillsborough. We played at Chester at Hillsborough. Yeah. Um, And they had a player called, for, called Peter Sutcliffe. Okay, yeah. Right? You know, if you look it up, you'll see. Yeah. In fact, if you go YouTube uh, uh, that goal without walking internet, Rush played in that game. Right, okay. Right? <laughs> right, yeah. Um and I can remember somebody saying to me, you know, you know when you, you played in you think, well, it's caused a few problems in. Yeah. Right? And somebody said, well, I forget it must have been one of the defenders. Oh, it, it might have been Pickers or Smithy, Mark Smith, but it said well, they all ranting and raving about him. Oh, he, he didn't seem that good. And uh, Liverpool. But ne- next thing you know, Liverpool paid £300,000 for him. Yeah. So I can remember saying to somebody uh, at Hillsborough, "No, well, I thought you said he was no good at him. Liverpool just paid £200,000 for him. You know, uh, but what a player he was. What a player.
1: Great finisher. Yeah, no, I mean, he went over to Italy. He didn't have the greatest of times at, um, at Juventus, Different, Different type of football. Exactly. Dawkins would have gone to Italy. Mm. it would have
2: been ideal because yes. balls are played into him. Yep. The Italians don't play channel balls. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's a slower build-up. Mm. is want a quicker build-up. In yep. England, it's a quicker build-up. So yep. you're right, you're right there. But in with a different type of philosophy in Italy, it'd have been a success because he does everything right. He's not, you know, he weren't a playboy off the pitch. You know, he weren't a drinker and a smoker.
1: Wasn't have a drink. But he, he did the right thing. It's just the build-up play didn't suit him at all. I think it's fair to say Rushy was far more intelligent on the pitch than off the pitch, wasn't it? Well, uh, well, his games about
2: football. And yeah. got it's like Gaza. They got football, but it, yeah. footballers get criticised for 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 being intelligent on, uh, on it. But you know, I'll, I'll say, thick off it, but. Mm. Listen, all they want to do is concentrate on football, yeah. and 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 they are like a scientist in their field. Genius, but they don't yeah. get
1: credit for that. Really, yeah. they just say, "Oh, great football," a bit of A lot of, you know. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, and I've got to go back to my magic moment because I don't think I gave my number one magic moment. That was Bruno Fernandez free kick against <laughs> against City. What a Isn't free it? kick that was! That kid's
2: sublime. how he can sometimes you get one player in what just seems to make everybody else tick Yeah. you know and and he has been a breath a breath of fresh air for Manchester United and I mean a breath of fresh air for Manchester United so uh, and I said what did I say to you yep I look at them yep and listen he's not far wrong I mean he's taken Klopp three years he Klopp three years to get it right at Liverpool, or two and a half years.
1: Can I just interrupt you? I don't usually, but United have just yep. scored the third in the 90th minute. It uh, looks so like it's Mason Greenwood that scored. Yeah, he has. And that little lad who just come on with bunches of air do not <laughs> look like the air bear bunch? Um, was it? Is it Chong, his name? The, the, yes, the young it is. Boy. that's his name. Oh, man. what great feet and what a pass. You carry on. Oh, yeah, t what he's right. done he's there. He's to be in.
2: He's going to be another one, Gabby. Sublime. I'm glad you fixed his name up because he's another one what's going to be a superstar. Yeah. We're going back to Schalke. He came in and he did ex- the one about nine on top. Yeah. And then he started to experiment. That's what people didn't realise. He started to experiment with players. What uh, he was going to get rid of and players what he what he wants. And they haven't given him enough time. <laughs> He's getting there. He's yeah. getting there. It, he knows he's not there yet, right? But how people criticise him, mm. you know, if, if he has been there for two years and you can't see no improvement, yes, they're right. And people have entitled opinions like I'm entitled by my opinion. But give him time and he's getting, he's getting there when he gets him back, Rashford.
0: Yeah.
2: When this boy uh, Greenwood has got that another six months of strength under him. I told you, I'd take him to the Euros and I wouldn't be afraid mm. uh, to play him. But i tell you what, he'd be in my squad and he'd be on the bench because the
1: boy's gonna be a superstar. And they've just scored the fifth goal as well. Man United in the 90th minute as well. What what do United need? Because you know, they have you're right, they have took a lot of criticism and and no no one more than Ollie and, and you're right, he did get off to a great start Then it kind of fell off a little bit But you've always maintained United have got a great front three With pace Now they've got Fernandes That can put them killer balls through To the forward players Possibly well, need another midfield player and a, and a couple of defenders And they're not far well, away
2: Well, how I, I look at it And I'll, and I'll say this um, The two full-backs are going to be great players for them, yeah. and that I'm on about the young boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaw looked a great player up to they got the really bad injury.
1: Yeah,
2: I still think he's a good player. Uh, Maguire, I love Maguire. Yeah, I love Maguire. He reads the game so well. I'm not a big lover of Linderoff. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Yeah, but I'm not a lover. I think they've got to get another another quality centre back to play uh, with there with, with them. I think they've got to get another. Two quality midfield players, and what I mean by two quality, meaning one of them or two of them, what's in team now drop out, but they still have to keep them uh, for a squad and on the bench because it's that what makes a great football team like the Manchester City I know, like like United, were under Ferguson, four strikers, and they're all. I mean, two of them every week didn't play. Either you know, yeah, a Sheringham or a Cole or a Scholescar or a, 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 a Dwight York. I mean, a Scholes car, I mean, Sheringham majority of the time, yeah. but what great players to have on the bench. So, for me, uh, it's not because I want Man United to I think Man United, I've always liked Man United because of George Best, yeah. I'm a Sheffield Wednesday fan, mm-hmm. but uh, I watch football and I try to be fair as I can with it, yeah. You know, it's like us. You know, people were on, ranting and raving about we're doing all right. We did do all right against uh, Manchester City. We sat back behind the ball. Mm-hmm. I even wrote on my play football, uh, come on, Monk, now put your dominoes away, put yeah. uh, 15 players out. You know, is it's is three players short. Yeah. It's five players short of having a superstar team. Yeah. And when I say five, not five to go into the team.
1: Yeah. On the bench, he's three yeah. what
2: needs to go into the team, and it's two more to be on the bench. Yeah, you know. Uh, so for me, he needs two more quality midfield players, and an, he um, needs another, um, he needs another, um, centre back to play along with Maguire, yeah, and maybe another striker, you know, what's going to push them all do not mean he's going to get into him. That's what I'd be looking at it. And you might laugh at this. I think he's a great goalkeeper. Yeah. But, I, you yeah. know, he, he has made mistakes over the last two or three years.
0: Yeah, he's not
2: whether good it's United Whether it's United mm. uh, not being uh, good enough, because they have scored more, uh, contributed more goals than they did under uh, Ferguson. Mm-hmm. But he does make blips.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, now whether it's Anderson. Uh, what's it, sheffield united whether they give him a, a chance when he when he comes back and have a, a good look at him mm. but enderson won't be going out on loan but then again he want to play so they've got two good two great goalkeepers so in my opinion i think you know and i'm not telling Ollie how to do it you've asked me a question i'm yep. saying i'm thinking they could do with three quality midfield players right and they would have to push the ones what's in there because they are looking a great team, a good well, not a great team, but a very, very good team. Uh, but having those t- three type of players and a striker uh, and another centre back, uh, that will make him a great team. So yeah. that's my opinion of him. Uh, but I've always, I'm not like rest of them. Where they keep, where they saying, you know, what have they done? How's he's only got the job because uh, he played for Man United. The the play, the people, the pundits, what say that have never been good managers. So. Who oh, are they to criticise someone? Now I am, I, I am being a manager in the league. So, but I don't criticise. Yeah. I talk about philosophies. Yeah. I talk about how they play football. I talk about he's a, he's a defensive-minded manager. I don't turn around and say he's put crap like they do with Oli Scholz. Guy, he's yeah. not up to it. He he will pour at Cardiff. Yeah, he did. he didn't do great at Cardiff. I get that. But at the end of the day, there is light at the end of the tunnel, and I saw that when he first come in. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> top, four, top four for United next season, I reckon. And you never know, the way that United are playing now, they could even finish top four. That's assuming that we do finish our season. Performance of the week this week. I love the performance of Harvey Barnes Monday against Villa. I mean, I've got to say, we're absolutely woeful. But Harvey Barnes was a great young lion.
2: Well, when you can see goals like that, I mean, look at the goals that he's, he's, he's cost. Aston Villa since it's come. And you wouldn't expect that from him, no, would you? No, you wouldn't, no. No, you know, and they get beat four 0 mm. And when I when I watch that, and I look at it, and I'm and I'm saying, well, look, they'll stop up. Looking at that, there's no way they can stop up. Nah,
1: they're awful enough. You know,
2: and I don't mean you know, I. I still believe in him. I still believe in him, the manager. Mm. But it's wrong somewhere. There's somewhat, There's something wrong. You know, because yeah. what you've got to do, Gabby, and I mean this as a manager, if you're costing me goals, you as a player, defender, when I say a defender or a goalkeeper. And it's all, all right he's saying, oh, well, Harvey Barnes don't work hard enough, or I, I, Grealish don't work hard enough, so uh, we'll drop him. It's the people what keep making the same mistakes yeah. week in and week out. Now, Grealish, why would you want to play him up wing? Why? Tell yeah. me why. I don't,
1: I don't know. I don't know. You've what got I, to play. I, I, what I, don't what I would with Jack. I
2: manager because I do quite like him. Forward, he's got to uh, yeah, play in, in the middle. Field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking forward, yeah. creating chances, yeah. and scoring goals yeah, or yeah. getting shots on target. Yeah. So why? So you think oh we, we'll play? We, we want to get him into team. So you know we take Jack out of his best position because mm. Jack can play there. Jack can can play there, but he's never going to be the same player there yeah. than he is in in the central midfield where he looks a world class player. Mm. It baffles me. Yeah. It baffles me. I don't know. You know. And that's why I argue, that's what I argue with Jack for. I don't want to play out white Jack. Yeah. I want to play through middle. I'm yeah. scoring goals. I'll get you goals. I'll make you more goals. you know Random. maybe it we're wrong when I would do it, do it because you know you, you finish your parking with him, but we didn't fall like, we didn't fall out. Like we weren't talking. you know what I
1: mean Random. But,
2: uh, that's ruining Grealish. it'll ruin him doing what they're
1: doing with him. Random question T C. you this week it is Cheltenham. Have you ever owned a racehorse? Two. How have you? Two. What, one, what with the,
2: one with the Alan Ball. Yeah. I forget what they call them, to be honest now. Got, yeah. Uh, and I've got four rich friends. Okay. Right? Yeah. And I'm on about filthy rich. Yeah. Right. And they bought this racehorse and they said to me, come on, we're, it's going to cost us uh, £4,000 a bit. No, £3,000 a piece. We paid £12,000 for it. I'm are back a few years now. Yeah. And they kept going on and going on. I said, I'm not bothered about buying sauce. I had one. And it it, it do not interest me. You know, they're not cheap to keep, by the way. No. <laughs> so anyway, they uh, said, oh, well, we're not buying this sauce if you're not coming in with it. You know, you know, and I'm thinking, why does people always want me to be random all the time? i said i don't want to get into it and i finished up one of them one of my brothers and i finished up getting good involved with it yeah. and and the only reason it weren't them what were talking me into it i thought to myself everything these touched these four i'm telling you now if you had a pound coin there right yeah. that had turned into a gold ball. Uh, what is it gold uh bullion yeah it would Ignorant, it, it turned into gold. Ignorant, that's what he would do because everything they touch turns to gold. I finished up buying this racehorse with him. Yeah, right. It didn't run for two years, and all we did was pay vet bills out. <laughs> it cost us over forty thousand pounds. That that, oh, that is true, Gabby. So and the only the, 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 they were pestering me. Oh, we're not giving one if you're not coming. If you're not coming in with it, you know, because I like to laugh, and we, you know, when you're out, you're, you're having a laugh. You know, but I finished up buying the race horse, and I, I tell you what, two years it didn't run. We give it away. It cost us, with that's with vet bills and everything else. What well, It never, it never had a run, a race. Never got a race out of it. I got, to I had that horse with with Chan, Mick Channing and Barley, yeah, and somebody else, and uh, went down to Wolverhampton, not Wolverhampton, Warwick, to watch it run at Warwick, yeah. Um, but it went. That wasn't a good one. This well bred, the one we we, we mm. bought, um, but it, it obviously he had injuries and it didn't think. So
1: why did you ask me that? Which Cheltenham week isn't it? And are you into you horses? Right, yeah. do, you, do you like to have a, a better bit yes. on horses? Oh, you know, I used to do. I don't I don't do now like, but yeah. I used to do. Gabby. Yeah.
2: yeah. keep off of them. You'll lo- you only lose money. Well, <laughs> I laid. I gave a tip yesterday, which one, and I gave uh, one today from a good friend of mine. What? Uh, is it no all with uh, it? Want to back it each way with Blazer, but um, it, it's not. It's not run a race at all. It's, yeah. I mean, they, they thought it would run a big race today, but it's it's not run at all. It's. It, I don't. He'll let me know if it's uh, if there's anything wrong with it. There's no excuse at it because it, it, it's Van poor. But it it should have been in the first three. You know, they they backed it to finish in yeah. the first three. So, uh, but no, I do like race horses. I like race horses and dogs. You did have Football. a dog, didn't you? Yes, I've had dogs. Yeah. What, so I I do like race horses and dogs. What was that? that? Is what was that the, dog that, is... that had treatment? Oh, uh, spiral please.
1: That's it, spiral please. I
2: bought <laughs> I bought that dog. Me, Jack Charlton, Andy McCulloch, <laughs> we bought that dog, and it uh, got injured. And Mel Sterling were on treatment room, and I went. I took the dog to to. Into the uh, treatment room, and our physio then were called John. I forget what they call his surname. And I said to Mel, uh, What's up? He said, So and so, so and so, I want to be fit uh, for Saturday. I said, Don't worry, Mel, it's only Tuesday. My dog's running Friday. Get off foot treatment table, let's have some treatment with this dog. He said, You what? I said, Get off a treatment table, this dog's running on uh, Friday. I, you know, we're back at me and Jack. So but by the way, he got off at table not because <laughs> I'm letting get off at table, but he couldn't stop laughing. But Mel liked the mate, you know. So he thought, yeah. he thought uh, But the dog, it uh, didn't win. By the way, he didn't win.
1: <laughs> oh dear! Did Mel Sterling mate the game Saturday?
2: He went. He, he does leads. He does a lot of leads because he does the um, hospitality yeah. up at Leeds.
1: But the game that he was getting ready for, because he got a slot oh, yes, yes, he, he, yeah, he, yes, he made the game Saturday. the game. So his performance yeah. was better than the Dogs.
2: He was, yes, a lot better than the Good player, well, Mel. Good player. I mean, when you looked at Sheffield Wednesday, young lads were coming through. Yeah. I mean, they've hardly brought any players through since then. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, the ball players weren't waddling, all them come. Yeah, yeah. But they had, they had Mel Sterling, uh, David Grant, they had Mark Smith, Charlie Williamson, uh, Kevin Taylor. They had... Good young players coming through. You know, it, 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 Sheffield United producing more players now Yeah, coming through the system, what Sheffield Wednesday it did. But yes, he, made, he, he did, made the, he did make, the, make the game on that uh, Saturday. And he played well.
1: History Vault, you say another uh, feature on our podcast, The Current View with the Oil of Hillsborough, Mr Terry Curran. I'm going to briefly look at Ferenc Puskas. Watch your memories of Pushkus? I've just started a another podcast with Ron Atkinson, and we uh, we covered the uh, the magnificent Magyars this week, in uh, in part one, but um, and Ron was uh, reminiscing about that fifties team, puts them right up there with the greats of world football and arguably the best team that he's ever seen play at an international well, level. Well, when you hear people
2: like George Best, Dennis Law, Bobby and all them, yeah, then Atkinson. All about those uh, players like Pushkas and all them, uh, Di Stefano, and they said what great players they were. You know, when they talk about yeah. them, players, then you know the great players. I've only seen little black and white clips. Yeah. Um, when do we, I, don't, I can't remember, what we got match a day, but I can remember from uh, 65, 63, uh, Leicester, Man United. Yeah. FA Cup, and I can remember that you know Liverpool's FA Cup 65, and then with match a day on, we used to get match a day, but we didn't used to get much in football, did we? No. You know, um, so I I never saw them play, and I can only go what people like Robert Atkinson and, and, and players Ball and them who I played with what turned around and say what great players uh, these were, Bushkus and Stefano and all these, you know. You, I mean, I saw more
1: of the Usainio and them, yeah, yeah. but
2: not much of De Stefano and um,
1: Pushkas. Mind you, you did see that goal that he scored at Wembley against oh. Billy Roy. <laughs> well, they, they they used to show it a
2: lot at one time. Yeah, they, they, they did, don't yeah. show it as much now, but yeah. uh, yes, I mean, they
1: showed used to show the game, the highlights of the game, and they just destroyed England. The I I love the description of because I mean, the the ball it's come from from the right, hasn't it? Pushkas has just. It's just a drag back. Billy, Billy sure. Wright's just gone. He, he's gone in for the challenge because he thought that he was going to hit it or do something with it, but he, he didn't think that he'd drag it back because, as Ron said, we'd never seen anything like that before. Possibly was the he, first one to have done it. The natural,
2: the natural talented players. And the reason why they say that and they talk about it after the finish, and I'm not, listening, Gabby, I, I can't say that about Brain Clough and I can't say it about Howard Kendall. Yeah. But best rest the manager I played with him, Jack. Roberts uh, McBuxton Robertson Grimby, loads of managers I played with right if you would, I used to do some tricks in training yeah. and they used to absolutely try to belittle you yeah. you're not in a you're not in a uh, circus you're not a clown oh, you, you're not in a circus you want to be a clown go in a circus you know yeah. what I mean yeah. so uh, when they say that about them players we had players I'd like Frank Worthington, but they got crucified week in and week out. Yes. And it's it got to play on the binds. You know, shall I try this? Or shall I do what the manager wants to do? Because if you don't do what the manager doing, if if the manager thinks that you're not doing what they want you to do, they're not going to play you. They're going to pull you off. So when Ron talks about them, the foreign coaches and the foreign managers want to, players to express themselves. We've never, we've never done that in general, with our uh, coaching side of it. And I know we haven't, because I've seen enough coaches and and other tech players.
1: The description was, Billy Wright was like a fire engine going to the wrong fire in a hurry. Yeah. And he was, what a player
2: he was. Yeah, he was,
1: yeah. The, uh, The first centurion. William I mean, Ambrose, what was he? Hundred six caps. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's either 105 or 106 yeah. uh, Billy Wright, but again, them them were the games what them the, the players of of yesteryear played, and and there were no substitutions, so you, you you played the ninety minutes in in yeah. uh, in them days. You know, on not, bad pictures. Yeah, not, not bits and pieces and have Listen, ten minutes on here. on Bad pictures. Oh, awful. And, and yeah. no doubt they'll run they'll run about thirty miles yeah. through a week.
2: So oh. how come they were not tired?
1: Exactly. It's incredible, <laughs> you know. isn't it? Mind you, I always I, I said it to Ron, because I've I've done a few interviews with Ron and I was on about players getting tired and he says "Let give me him tell my regards by the way you, do. let me tell you you don't give them time to think that. if you tell a player or you get in the player's head that he's tired he'll think he's tired don't even mention it but, but do you know
2: why they do it don't you
1: go on so they can leave some
2: players out yeah, probably. they're frightened they have to, to, to drop them they're frightened they have to make tough decisions get a winning team play it if they're not playing well whoever's well, not playing well leave them out and yeah. they come and knock on your door You say yeah I've left you out this is why I've left you out uh, I don't think you, you're playing as well at this moment in time or you're not doing enough on this or you're not doing enough on that you showed me when uh, I put you back into the team then uh, in training showed me what you do doing in training and somebody <clears throat> not playing well and I put you back in you you showed me and that's that's what makes the best managers making
1: the tough decisions I'm watching um, uh, Wolves now they're playing Olympiakos again beyond closed doors, I tell you what, that green kit's not a good pick out on grass, is it? No, it's horrible. It, it, it's audible. not though, is it? You, no, you're right. It's, it just isn't a good pick out. In fact, wasn't it Jack Charlton that put the white, uh, when he managed Middlesbrough, Um, he put a white, um, it was a, a full red kit and there was like a one white hoop in the yes. Middlesbrough shirt. I'm sure Jack Charlton d- decided that that's what they were going to do because it was e- an easy colour to pick out.
0: Yeah.
1: But green well, on green ain't good. You know
2: you know what I used to say to, to, to Jack?
1: The best way to
2: pick out another man, Jack, is have a player's in what can pass the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Not just boot it anywhere. Some of <laughs> the lads used to laugh, Gabby. They <laughs> used to laugh. Time, which is, by the way?
1: I know, TC. I can hear her firing up that vacuum cleaner as we speak. So it does mean that we're towards the end of our podcast. The hour flies so quickly. And it's the football forecast. I brought it back to 13-11 uh, uh, last week when uh, I did predict that Brentford were going to beat Sheffield Wednesday and you, uh, you had a draw. I didn't think they'd beat you boy as many as they did but Wednesday are just in turmoil at the moment but... listen I,
2: fan, I, fancied, I I fancied I fancied Brentford but you yes. let you out that's yeah. the only time i let me out rule me in mm. you know because if I was if I was managing there I'd make the tough decisions yeah. but because you supported them you don't want them to get beat and you think well we'll, we'll get a draw today we'll all to get a draw you know I mean I'm like you I fancy Brentford if yeah. it weren't for Sheffield Wednesday I'd have put Brentford down playing Sheffield Wednesday as a banker of a week I would have done
1: Well the first game that we've got this week does also involve Brentford and they're away Friday night at Fulham so TC how do you see this one going?
2: 2-1 Fulham Do oh, yeah
1: I'm gonna go one one. I think Brentford will get something from that game. Villa versus Chelsea. Yeah, I'll tell you what they'll be doing. They'll be picking ball out at net twice. <laughs> Is that all?
2: <laughs> well two more two more than what Brentford will be doing. But anyway, go on.
1: <laughs> so you are going Villa nil Chelsea two.
2: Was that... Villa I don't want to say this because I want him to do I I yeah. quite like him. I think, you know, but they are they look shocking at moment in time. Mm. I'm going to put 2-0 uh,
1: Chelsea. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go with what I see. And as much as I, uh, I love Jack, I think, I mean, Jack's my favourite player, although I'm a Birmingham City supporter. And I do hope Villa stay up because I, I think it's good for the area and I'd like to see all the clubs up there. I can only see Chelsea winning this game. And, and I'm going to go villa nil Chelsea-3. And I think he yeah. sadly could be the last stand of, yep. of Dean Smith. Your team, Sheffield, Wednesday against one of your former clubs, Nottingham Forest. Bit of a derby, that, isn't it? Well, Wednesday, always do OK
2: against Forest. Uh, yeah, they do always go against Forest. But listen, the, after last, last week's performance, I'm going to go 2-0 Forest. I'm
1: going to go 0-0. Don't ask me why. Well, for this, what isn't saying they to bit and miss yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they are, but sometimes when you when you you have such a bad result, sometimes it just throws up something quite ridiculous. And I think a, a nil-nil against Paris right, would be quite ridiculous, given that's the way Sheffield's shot, it, form's been.
2: Yeah, that's a good shout because that's usually what happens when somebody gets beat mm-hmm. five to six the, the following week, you know. But the, the, the thing is. <sighs> They're playing with no confidence at home oh, yeah. uh, uh, whatsoever, you Soft. know, and that was the worst performance that played away from home. Back. I mean, they're going beat Leeds 2-0. Yeah. You know, and then they get beat by Reading and uh, Brentford. Oh, it's just, it's,
1: it's atrocious at the moment in time. Football, and it's football's crazy. Crazy. Yes. Cardiff versus Leeds United, informed Leeds United. How would you say that? Cardiff
2: one, City, man? nil.
1: Yeah. Leeds United, two. Yep, I'm gonna go one nil lead or win there. And finally the Merseyside Derby, Everton versus Liverpool. Everton one. Yep. Liverpool nil. Wow. Hmm. I'm gonna go one one. I think they've bit a blip as
2: Liverpool. Yeah. They beat they beat the beat mm. Bournemouth, but they didn't play fantastic they played okay. Yeah. But, you know, and listen, all the top teams, it blips. Yeah. It's not as though, you know, they've all they've gone, they haven't gone. The Vita Blip. I thought they played exceptionally well yesterday, but they allowed them to play well because they just sat back on. The, they just sat back. So I'm going to go for a one nil uh, Everton.
1: And I tell you something definitely that won't happen in that game. When Everton kick off, the player ain't going to kick off with a smile on his face. No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to take that. We're not going to elaborate. If, especially
2: on that. if they knew what I were doing when they when I did, when, when they did that.
1: yeah we're not going to indulge any more on that tc we're going to let people keep guessing so tc thank you again for your time love to you and yours and thank you everybody for listening it is my pick this week because i did win last week so we're going to go out with angela munoz and it's i don't care great song great song uh thanks everyone for listening
2: have a great weekend, you and your family, and I hope our teams have a
1: great result. And we're both singing the blues, Saturday night, too, so. for I hope so. <laughs> Catch you all, later. all be all all or
2: we will be down in the blues. <laughs> right.
1: what have up, a good weekend. Up to that.
2: Cheers, T C. Bye bye.
1: bye bye. See you next week or bye for now. Thank you. Bye
0: bye. Yeah we.